Welcome to Sophisticated Mom, and I'm your host, Dr. Sophia, the creator of the Christian lifestyle blog, SophisticatedMom.com. I will break down faith-based advice and make it applicable and relatable to help you on your journey on this thing we call life. You'll learn everything you need to know on how to become the master of your own destiny. I want to talk about how to deal with depression and anxiety as a Christian. I also understand that what I'm about to say may be a little out of the box for some of you who are expecting some normal worldly ways as an answer to both depression and anxiety. But before you dismiss what I'm saying as being some psychopath, Bible-thumping, charismatic Christian, hear me out. First, I'm a mental health professional. Second, I was someone who suffered from depression and anxiety. And last, I'm a Christian, so trust, I'm very aware of what the feeling is. In my book, specifically for single moms, Fix It Jesus for Single Moms Only, which you can click the link down below to buy, I stated the following, where my issue stems from with both depression and anxiety. As a single mother, I have gone through so many things, especially when it comes to money. I never really got a steady stream of child support, mainly because my child's father was in prison for over seven years after my son was born. After I got laid off from my job, the only emotion that I felt was fear and anxiety. I felt fear when I heard a truck come into my neighborhood, thinking they were coming to turn my lights off because I was late paying my utility bills. I felt fear over not knowing how I was going to get food or pay for my son's tuition so that he could keep going to school. I was a nervous wreck about any and everything because everything was going so wrong and I did not know what tomorrow would bring. I felt fear and anxiety all the time. When I lost my job a few days before closing on my home, that was when the anxiety and depression came in big time. Would you believe that I had anxiety so bad that I would literally shake or I did not want to check the mailbox or face anything in the real world because I thought that if I did not see the problems, know about the problems, then I could pretend that the outside world and the problems and the fears associated with it did not exist, thinking that would prevent me from feeling anxiety. Though that did not work, it didn't stop me from trying. I was in an emotionally abusive relationship, which you can click the link down below to read my blog on that. I became a single mom on my own and my son's father was in prison with a rotation of women swirling around him. I felt like everything was always falling on me and I could not cope. Life was happening and there wasn't anything that I could do about it. I had destructive situations with men, all which contributed to my ongoing depression for years on end. It was not until I lost my job that my anxiety came in, which I have a separate blog post on on that that you can read. And also you can watch my full video down below for my struggle with depression as a Christian and how I overcame it. And also don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel by clicking the link down below. During all of this, I had to keep going. I still had a child I needed to take care of and I still had graduate degrees I had to obtain. And it was through this process, as I said in my other blog about depression, which you can click the link down below to read, that I began to fight the depression and anxiety so much so that I don't suffer from it at all anymore, not at all. Do not believe the hype that you just have to sit there and do nothing about your depression or your anxiety because it is a chemical imbalance in your brain. You can do a lot. And the best thing is that you have God on your side as a Christian and he can help you fight. Do not buy into the worldly way of viewing mental illness that you are just a victim and you have to live your life in eternal suffering at the mercy of your mental illness. There's nothing you can do about it because that's simply not true. I say this as a mental health professional. I say this as a Christian. I say this who, as someone who has overcome both depression and anxiety and I am stronger because of it. And now I want to teach you how to deal with depression and anxiety as a Christian as well. So let's go ahead and get on into it. Number one, know who you belong to. As a Christian, you belong to God and the same spirit that raised Jesus, Romans 6, 10, 11, is living in you. And if that spirit can raise Jesus from the dead, do you not think that God cannot heal you from your depression and anxiety? 
Remember what the Bible says about the Holy Spirit. But the helper, comforter, advocate, intercessor, counselor, strengthener, standby, the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name in my place to represent me and act on my behalf. He will teach you all things and he will help you remember everything that I have told you. John fourteen twenty six. When it came down to my depression and anxiety, I remember one day God told me, also an excerpt from my single mom's book. The Bible teaches us there is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. 1 John four eighteen. This was a hard lesson to learn even when I had no job, when it took me so long to get another one, and when I was underpaid and still struggling. It took years to get to a spot where I did not feel like I was broke all the time, but in the midst of that emotion, I stopped fearing. I learned that no matter how many things were not going the way I wanted them to go, worrying did not change anything, nor did it get me anywhere. Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? Matthew six twenty seven. What does worrying get you? It almost got me a nervous breakdown, and I'm not being funny. I was a nervous wreck, but what can you change by worrying? They were going to turn off my lights, and they were going to turn off my lights. Me worrying was not going to fix that. What was going to fix that was trusting God, because God was the one that provided for me the entire time, despite my worrying and nervousness. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Matthew 6.25 My depression and anxiety stem from the lack of self-control I had in my life or my situation. I realized that God had my back no matter how depressed I was or no matter how much anxiety I had, nothing was coming out of it and it was separating me from God. And that is when it dawned on me that this was the point. Which brings me to the next lesson. Number two, realize where it comes from. As a Christian, you believe in God and so you must also believe in the devil which I have a separate blog post on. You can click the link down below to read that. The thief comes only in order to steal and to kill and to destroy and come that they may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. John 10, 10. As I said in my understanding in the devil series, which you can watch one of the videos down below, God intended for us to be perfect. It was not until Adam and Eve ate the fruit that all of the sickness came in as we know it because of the following Bible verse. Then the demon possessed man who was blind and mute was brought to Jesus and he healed him so that the mute man both spoke and saw. Matthew 12:22. The reason why I brought this Bible verse up is because note that the Bible verse states that the man was mute and blind and also considered to be demon possessed. Not because the man was evil, but because of any imperfection such as sickness and issues with mental health is not of God and came into the world when the devil did. And it is something that we are all susceptible to simply because we are God's children and the devil wants to jack up our day. If you do not believe me, read the entire book of Job where the devil came to God and asked permission to inflict all types of sickness on Job, Job 1, 6-22. My point is that if you are going to allow the devil's vendetta against God to come to play in your head, take you away from God and ruin your life, to avoid this, so submit to the authority of God and resist the devil, stand firm against him and he will flee from you. James 4, 7. I will tell you exactly how to resist the devil when he wants to make your mind his playground, which you can watch my video down below.
Number three, suffering from depression and anxiety, how not to suffer forever. I highly recommend that you read my blog on Tamar, which you can click the link down below to read that. But I want to give you a quick account of what Tamar said. Tamar was raped by her half-brother Amnon, and after the horrific act occurred, she fled and she led the rest of her life into obscurity. Now she had a long sleeve garment, for in this manner the virgins of the daughters of the kings dressed themselves in robes. Then his attendants took her out and locked the door behind her. Tamar put ashes on her head and tore her long sleeve garments, which was on her, and she put her hand on her head and went away, crying out loud as she went. 2 Samuel 13, 19-20 There is a point of all of this as it relates to how to deal with depression and anxiety. I promise you, so stick with me. Things happen to us. Things in life, they suck, and things in life are not fair. What happened to Tamar was worthy of being depressed and having anxiety, but her inability to realize that she was still the daughter of a king, which I have a video on as well that you can watch down below, is what made her entire life purposeless. The moment that robbed her of everything. The only person that ripped her royal robes off was her because she forgot who she belonged to. And so she allowed what happened to her ruin her entire life. And that is what I don't want your depression and anxiety to lead you. And Tamar lived in her brother's Absalom's house as a desolate woman. 2 Samuel 13, 26. We all have problems. We have all been through things. But you have to decide for yourself. Will your depression and will your anxiety be conquered now? Or will you allow it to hunt you forever, taking away the wonderful life that you ha that you could live? Number four, how this thinking transformed my depression and anxiety. If I would have given into my anxiety and my depression, I would have failed out of school. I wouldn't have gotten a master's, let alone a PhD. I would have not eventually been able to get a better job due to my education and I would have still been stuck in the same place feeling the same thing. I would not have this blog, not be an Amazon bestselling author, none of it. And I want you to think about that. Do you want what you suffer from to rob you of your entire future and your existence because it can and if you allow it to, it will? I also want you to check out my video down below that I did on K. Michelle and how she thinks all men are bad. This is just a prime example of someone's inability to heal and how her mindset was just keeping her from an actual positive perspective and she didn't even realize it. So next, what you can do now. Now that you understand how to deal with depression and anxiety from a spiritual standpoint, I hope that it will give you both the strength and the hope to fight it at any cost and not just let it happen to you. So number six, you can renew your mind. Depression and anxiety happen in your mind, so you need to renew your mind all the time to actively work against it. And do not be conformed to this world any longer with the superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively change as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you may prove for yourself what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. Romans 12 2. As we know that God's will for you is not to suffer and to have anxiety or depression and that these are worldly things that we must suffer from simply because we live in an imperfect world. I highly recommend that you read the book Battlefield of the Mind by Joyce Myers which you can click the link down below to buy. How to deal with depression and anxiety according to Joyce Myers. Worry, doubt, confusion, depression, anger, and feelings of condemnation. All of these are attacks on the mind. Joyce Myers teaches millions through these books how to deal with 
thousands of thoughts that people think every day and how to focus the mind the way God thinks. And she shares the trials, tragedies, and ultimately victories from her own marriage, family, and ministry that led her to life transforming truth and reveals her thoughts and feelings every steps of the way. In case you have no idea who Joyce Meyer is, know that she is someone who grew up being abused and being raped by her father as a child until her teens and she is unaffected by all of it. Unlike Tamar, she did not rip off her royal robes and she renewed her mind. Whereas she spoke extensively about her brother who died, who was unable to get past it, what they endured as a child and got deeper into drugs and lived a life of homelessness and recklessness. Do you see how the devil wants to steal your life and your future? So what side do you choose? Life or death? I have set before you life and death, the blessing and the curse. Therefore, you shall choose life in order that you may live you and your descendants. Deuteronomy 30, 19. Number seven, the second step is to get professional help. As someone who has done counseling, I highly recommend counseling from the right type of people. I highly recommend counseling as a way to teach you how to cope with your depression and your anxiety, understanding that counseling is not forever, but to teach you the skills that you need when the attacks come on you. Ideally, getting a faith-based counselor would be good for you as well so that they can feed you spiritually. As far as medication, I'm not against it, but I also understand that medication is not a forever type of way to cope, nor is it a cure. Rather, it is a mask and it covers the symptoms. And when you come off the medication, your anxiety and depression will return because you never dealt with the underlying issue. So if you choose medication, also choose counseling, counseling groups, or even pastoral counseling. Choose treatment that is actively helping you to deal with both your depression and your anxiety and do not solely depend on medication. Eight. Third, take the power from the pain. The next tip on how to deal with your depression as a Christian is to transmute it. In the song that I wrote in the video down below, what I talked about is the feelings that we feel during anxiety and depression. When I went through my anxiety and depression, did it suck? Yes. But as I cleared the foggy thoughts of both the depression and anxiety, I got to see the point of it all. It was what made me stronger and what I went through also gave me purpose so that I could help others. Also, you can click the link down below if you like the song in order to stream it. Going through what I went through also taught me to let go and just to trust God. I got so tired of just feeling that way that I gave it to God and said whatever was going to happen was going to happen. And the fact of the matter is, is that here I am still standing. I'm still strong or even stronger. What I went through did not kill me. It did not destroy me. I did not starve to death and I did not remain jobless forever. I was able to figure out a way to pay my bills and I was not sitting in the house with no food and water or utilities and I did not end up homeless on the street. All the things that I feared and had anxiety about never happened. When I chose to let go, the opposite happened. It allowed me to become stronger. How to deal with depression and anxiety as a Christian Bible verses. And not only this, with joy, let us exult in our suffering and rejoice in our hardship, knowing that hardships, distress, pressure, trouble, produces patient endurance and endurance proven character, spiritual maturity, and proven character, hope, and confidence, assurance, of eternal salvation. Such hope in God's promise never disappoints us because God's love has been abundantly poured out with our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Romans 5, 3-5. I know to rejoice in your suffering is a strong word because I don't think that I rejoiced, but at the very least, I understood what it was for. It made me stronger and it also, and I also kept telling myself that God would never put more on me than I could bear. And it's the same for you. Also check out my video down below 
for how to glory in your suffering. The next Bible verse, no temptation regardless of its source has overtaken or enticed you that is not common to human experience, nor is any temptation unusual or beyond human resistance, but God is faithful to his word. He is compassionate and trustworthy. He will not let you be tempted beyond your ability to resist, but along with temptation, he has in the past and is now will always provide the way out so that you will be able to endure it without yielding and will overcome temptation with joy. 1 Corinthians 10.13 God will not let you have depression or anxiety if he did not have the full confidence that you could fight it. So fight. I hope that this blog helps you learn how to deal with depression and anxiety the Christian way. It is not the traditional take some pills forever and count to three and poof your anxiety and depression is gone. But what I am saying worked for me, and I'm confident that it'll work for you too. How I did it and how I'm teaching you to do it is hard. It requires strength, but if you can do it, then trust me, there will be little that can come against you as far as your mental health. Once you have faced and conquered a giant, regular battles don't seem hard. If you know a Christian wanting to know how to deal with their depression and anxiety, then go ahead and share this post with them. And also, don't forget to get my single mom devotional, Fix It Jesus for Single Moms Only, by clicking the link down below.